Yo, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica. This is a podcast where I talk about relationships, love, sex, and everything under the umbrella, all from my perspective. And as I always do, I got to say thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast. Did you know that there was a science behind kissing? Tonight, I'm going to explore the science behind kissing and what our lips are actually saying when we kiss someone. Also, my question tonight is, what do you fantasize about when having sex? So go ahead, sit back, relax, and I'll be right back with my question tonight. So my question tonight is, what do people fantasize about during sex? People fantasize about all sorts of things during sex. Some fantasize about being with a certain celebrity or having a certain type of sex. Others fantasize about being in a different location or being with a different partner. Sex fantasies are incredibly common with both men and women fantasizing about all sorts of different things. What is thinking about someone else, role playing, or something entirely different? Fantasies can help people get more can get more out of sex. Fantasies can be a great way to add some spice to your sex life. And there's no need to feel embarrassed or ashamed. In fact, you know, research has found that sexual fantasies can be good for you. They help with uh, increased sexual desires. They make sex more enjoyable and they even reduce stress levels. So what are some things that people fantasize about during sex? Number one, having sex with someone else. One of the most common sex fantasies is fantasizing about having sex with someone else other than your partner. And like I said earlier, it could be a celebrity, a celebrity, or it could be a sports figure, or someone who you've really been checking out and may not get an opportunity to be with. So you have all types of different sex fantasies about this person. Number two, having sex in public. Another common sex fantasy. And it could be the idea of having sex in a crowded place such as a park or a busy street or it could be a more private setting such as a hotel number three being dominant or submissive for some people sexual fantasies involve taking on a dominant or submissive role this could involve being in control or giving orders or it can involve being submissive and and obeying orders Having a threesome, another popular sex fantasy. This is when you have two or more people interacting, either at the same time or one after each other. Being watched. Now, this one here is a little weird for me. I, I've, I've never liked being watched. I didn't, I've never liked the idea of someone watching me. Um, but I can't lie. There's been, I think, two times that... Um, I've seen someone having sex. And I knew I should have stopped watching, but it wasn't like I was up on their window. No creepy shit or anything like that. You know, 
but um, I was in the car one time and the people, you know, two cars away were clearly having sex. So I'm sitting looking forward, but every once in a while I would glance to my right just to get a peek, you know? And um, another time I was sitting in a, a hotel room and this couple was on the beach and it was night, but you could tell they were out there having sex. So um, being watching, even though it's weird, it can be uh, it can be um, kind of hot. <laughs> this could also involve being watched by people or being watched by someone with a camera. Fantasizing about being watched can help increase sexual arousal and have and the couple have more exciting sex. Having sex with a stranger. For some people, one of the most exciting things about sex is the idea of having sex with someone they don't know. This could be, you know, somewhere where you meet someone at a bar or a club or, you know, online. Being tied up. Never cared for this one. This is one of those fantasies that it happened to me one time and it freaked me the fuck out. That tying me up shit, I'm not feeling it, you know, because... You are not in control. You submit all your control to the person who's tying you up. And you don't, even though you know them, they may be having a crazy ass moment. They may want to escalate the situation. They may want to do some things that you're not into doing. You know, so I don't really recommend this one. Uh, but it's common. And it involves being tied up with uh, rope handcuffs or duct tape someone put handcuffs on me now you can maneuver out of rope you can finesse your way out of duct tape but when you got steel bar well steel iron clamps on your arm and you can't get your way out of that 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 drives you crazy I mean my anxiety was out the roof and I'm talking about I was a young dude you know what I'm saying? This ain't happened now. This happened, you know, when I was young and I was full of energy and, you know, so it, it, it threw me off a little bit. And when I think about it, it, it kind of like, you know, don't. I, that's why I don't like, I don't put myself in situations where I know someone could put handcuffs on me because it, it drives me crazy. Being spanked. For some people, being spanked is eternal. And this involves being spanked by your partner, or it could involve being spanked by someone you don't even know. Number nine, anal sex. Another popular sex fantasy. This involves having sex with your partner, entering your anus. <laughs> hey, okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. Pregnant. For some women, the idea of being pregnant is eternal. This can involve fantasizing about being pregnant with your partner's child. Or it can involve fantasizing about being pregnant with someone else's child. Woo! Being pregnant with someone else's child. That, that's crazy. Now, when it comes to pregnant sex, that's some of the best sex ever. Hands down, that's a top five pregnant sex. Now when it comes to the woman being pregnant and fantasizing, 
I would think that you don't have too many fantasies because you're pregnant and you're carrying a load. And there's only so many positions or ways you can do it. So, you know, I figured that you're kind of limited in, in your way of creativity when it comes to uh, fantasizing about pregnant sex. But, you know, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I just don't see too many different ways that you can, uh, other than laying on your back. I'm sorry, laying on your side, both, you know, man and a woman lay on the side, the man enter her, the woman, or doggy style. And there's not too many fantasy ideas I get from that. So, you know, um, don't get me wrong, I, I, I enjoy a good, I have enjoyed great fan, um, pregnant sex. But to me, it's just kind of limited. So to wrap this up, some common themes that people may fantasize about during sex include feeling desired, wanted, power, dominant, and, expo- and exploration, adventure, and intense physical pleasure. Whatever your fantasy may be, incorporated into your sex life can help to make your sex experience even more enjoyable. And on that note, I'll be right back with my topic of the night. Alright, so my topic of the night is Kissing What our lips are really saying Kissing is often Thought of as a purely Romantic gesture But it turns out that there's something behind There's some science behind kissing our lips are covered in nerve endings that notice subtle changes in the pressure and temperature, which helps us gauge the mood and intentions of the person we are kissing. Kissing also releases chemicals in the brains that have a calming and bonding effect, which explains why we often feel more connected to our partner. When we kiss someone, we exchange not only saliva, but also neurochemical signals. This includes oxytocin, which is also called the cuddle hormone or the love hormone because it plays a role of social bonding, affliction, and attraction. In one study, researchers found that couples who kiss more often reported higher levels of relationship satisfaction. The participants were also asked to rate how attracted they found their partners. Those who rated their partners at more those who rated their partners as more attractive also reported higher levels of satisfaction from kissing itself. The history of kissing. How did it start? Honestly, I don't think no one really can go back in time and, 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 and say the exact date or when the kiss first started. Because no one's quite sure. But there's some theories out there about how the intimate act came to be. One theory suggests that kissing started to smell each other's breath and to gauge their health. People would kiss to, to, to smell each other's breath and to see if there was something wrong with that person. Our sense of smell is closely linked to our sense of taste. And what's more intimate than sharing a kiss? Another theory suggests that kissing is a learned behavior, that we see it in animals. 
And when we see it, you know, when, when we see animals do it, then we learn how to do it ourselves. And I guess that goes back in time, you know what I'm saying? But now, you know, you don't have to look at an animal to know how to kiss, you know what I'm saying? Because you got so many resources, so many uh, videos that shows you how to kiss a person. Whatever the case may be, we do not know. I'm sorry. Whatever the case may be, we do know that kissing is an important part of many cultures around the world. It's a way to show love, appreciation, and even congratulations. Types of kissing and what do they mean? Now, the act of kissing is, uni- is a universal language of love. But did you know that there are different types of kisses? Each type of kiss has a different meaning. Number one, the forehead kiss is a gentle, loving gesture that shows appreciation and admiration. It is often used to show to show comfort and to show support. The kiss on the cheek is usually reserved for close friends and family members. It's a way to show affection without being too intimate. The hand kiss is a sign of respect and admiration and is often used as a greeting between people who are in positions of authority such as politicians or business leaders. The French kiss is the most enthusiastic form of kiss. Now this kiss involves deep kissing with the tongue and then you have uh, okay, yeah, I said that. The science of kissing, what happened to our bodies when we kiss? When we kiss, our brains release a cocktail of chemicals that leaves us feeling elated and happy. Also connected. These chemicals include uh, oxytocin and dopamine, which can induce uh, a feeling of happiness, reduce stress, and promote bonding. Kissing also has a physical benefit such as reducing blood pressure and improving heart health. In fact, one study found that couples who kiss more often are less likely to die from cardiovascular diseases than those who don't. So what happens when we kiss? We experience a rush of positive emotions and physical sensations that improves our mood and make us feel much more closer to our partner. It's no wonder kissing is such an important part of a romantic relationship. What are some of the benefits of kissing and why it's good for us? We all know that feeling of happiness and love that comes from locking lips with someone we care about. For starters, kissing helps reduce stress and anxiety. Kissing also boosts our immune system when we exchange saliva. (laughs) The exchange of saliva just throws me. I don't know why. It's just... And I know it's going to happen. It's one of those things where it's going to happen. You know, because your mouth is juicy and you're going to connect where you're like right, damn near right in each other's mouth. And that exchange of fluid has thrown me off for years. Maybe because I've had, I've actually felt their saliva come into my mouth. You know? So maybe it's just a mental thing with me. You know? I'm good with the, with the, 
you know, a little pecking. And no, now, now let me say this. In, in my moments of being uh, sexual, there were times I didn't give a fuck about the slime. Because the, the, the act or, or the person who I was with was so engaging. You got lost in that moment. You didn't think about anything but that person, that that body, that 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 presence next to you or under you. And you got into the kiss. I mean, it was like I gladly accepted kisses when I had great sex. That adds to the 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 motion. It adds to the friction. It adds to the pounding and the building up to the orgasm. The kiss is just as common as all of those other elements. Sometimes it's even better. Sometimes you kiss someone and that can ignite the whole fucking shebang bang. Someone can kiss you for the first time. Someone you don't, someone you just met. And you may have been looking at them, wondering, you know, what they taste like. As far as the kiss, I'm not talking about anyone else. But probably, yeah, probably down there too, you know. But you, 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 you kind of have that moment where you stand and you're like, oh my god, look at those lips. There's something about lips. Now, at one point, I didn't care for thin lips, thin lips, women with thin lips. I've always been a, a, a man who who love women with those nice, full, juicy lips because that is the the beginning. That is the... That that gets it rolling for me. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, I think she's going to be a great kisser. That's when I was, you know, highly sexual and I was, you know, um, scanning for uh, different women, you know, looking for different women to get with. So... Let me get back to the exchange of saliva. Um, when we exchange saliva during a kiss, we are exposed to a small amount of bacteria from our partners. This, is, this exposure can help build our immunity against these bacteria, making it making us less likely to get sick in the future. I didn't even know that. First time I ever heard that. The very first time. I did not know that the exposure to, to the, the small amounts of bacteria that you get from your partner can help your immunity against bacteria. Wow. The downsides of kissing. The risk that some of us take. Even though kissing is amazing and it feels great and it's a way to show affection, there are some risks associated with kissing that you should be aware for one kissing can transmit bacteria and viruses that mean that th- this means if you and your partner are sick you can easily pass the illness along through kissing additionally if either you can if either of you have open cut uh, open cuts or sores on your mouth you can also pass you can also pass along bloodborne diseases like HIV and hepatitis C. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. Another risk 
another risk of kissing is that it can lead to dental problems. If you kiss too hard or bite or bite your partner's lip, you can cause serious damage to their teeth. And finally, if you have allergies, kissing can trigger a reaction in your partner if they are allergic to something in your saliva. I knew it was a reason. I knew the reason why I knew there were reasons why I didn't too much care for kissing. Now I knew a couple of I knew one of these. But the the other two that I was talking about, first time hearing it. First time hearing it. And now I mean I don't do a whole lot of kissing now. You know what I'm saying? If if anything, it might be a peck on the cheek or a peck on the lips. And it is very seldom. But there's there's just okay, it's it's a it has a, a double-edged sword to it. There's a, a good and a bad to kissing. And like I said, a lot of people don't do it. You don't see it as often. You you may do it when you being intimate, you know, but to sit in the park like I did when I was 14, 15 years old. And kiss half the day away? No. No, I, I don't think that... I'm not going to say it don't exist, but I don't think it, it is as common as it was when I was a young man, when I was a kid, you know? Um, I, I, the mentality is, let's get straight to it. Let's get to the goodies. I, I need the goodies. You ain't got to kiss me. I, I've been in situations where... Women say, you know, I'm not into kissing. I'm like, great, I, baby, I ain't into kissing neither. Let's go ahead and take these clothes off and do what you came to do. <laughs> you want something, I want something. Let's go ahead. We ain't got to complicate this thing, you know. Let's just get at it. I put my hand in, 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 in the corner of your shoulder and kiss your shoulder. I kiss your, your, your shoulder blade. I, I'm happy with just kissing your shoulder blade. I don't need to put my mouth on you. I don't need your saliva transferring bacteria in my mouth. And it, it's kind of gross. It's kind of, you know, yeah. But that's the, the good and the bad of kissing. It's romantic. It's pleasurable. It adds to, to, to uh, what it is that you're doing sexual. But it can be dangerous. Some, you can be with someone who has something and don't even know it and give you something. So I'm not trying to scare people who listen to this podcast. I'm not trying to scare you. But just be cautious. Look at their lips. You know what I'm saying? If they dry and crusty and you see something that not supposed to be there, let it be known. Don't be scared to bring it up and say, hey, what's that? Something going on with your lips? You need a chapstick? If you give him a chapstick and, and it's still there, then don't do it. I, I'm going to say don't. If you give someone a chapstick and if that, whatever may be on their lip, is not removed or if it's permanent on their lip, use your better judgment. People, Some people love kissing. Some people rather kiss than, than be intimate. Now, I didn't believe that until I heard it. And someone actually told me she preferred kissing more than having someone inside. 
And I'm looking, I'm like, come on, come on with the jokes. Kill, you know, kill that madness because I'm not trying to hit it. She's like, no, seriously. I can kiss his ass all day. Maybe give him a, 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 maybe jerk him off, but I don't need him inside me. She had that same feeling of having someone shoot off inside her the way I feel about someone transferring saliva in my mouth. When she, when she broke it down like that, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Because people can't believe that I have a, a thing about the transfer of saliva. They're like, that's normal. That's going to happen. Okay, because it's normal doesn't mean that I'm supposed to be okay with it. I've had arguments with, with women just before we would get ready to do something for the ones who wanted to kiss. I can't believe you don't want to kiss me. My mouth is clean. Smell my breath. I'm like, baby, it's not about your breath. Okay, well, my medical history is good. You need you need to see... No, I don't need to see nothing. It's just who I am as a person. I don't get down with someone kissing me and the potential or, or, or the... the they may transfer, you may transfer your saliva into my mouth. I, that's a thing I have. That's a mental thing I have. So don't get mad with me. Let's go ahead and fuck. We ain't got to, you know, let's make love. Let's not fight. You know what I'm saying? They're like, no, nah, I don't want to do nothing. I don't, I don't want you. Let me call somebody else. All right, well, I'll talk to you later. Have a good life. I've actually went through stuff like that. More than once. More, more than twice. I've actually come across people who had a problem with me not wanting to kiss them. And it's not common, but it has happened. I've talked to other people and said, yeah, man, I don't like kissing. And she'll get mad with me because she enjoyed kissing and she'll break up with me. So, you know, people have to each his own. Everybody got their own way of doing things and the way they think. And, it's, and, and it doesn't take away from who they are as a person. It's just some people just a little extra cautious or extra careful about who they're with and what they're doing. Wrap this up. Kissing is not a simple act of pressing of the lips. It is a complex process that involves many parts of the brain and the body. The science of kissing provides insight into what our lips are saying when we kiss. It's a special way to sh- kissing is a special way to show someone you care about them. So the next time you kiss someone, remember that the science behind it, and enjoy the moment. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Once again, thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank everyone who is new, and thank everyone who has been supporting me from day one. Um, it is a pleasure to, to do this now. And I know that sounds weird, <laughs> but I <coughs> but I enjoy what I do. I enjoy doing some research. I enjoy putting something together, and I enjoy I enjoy talking anywhere from twenty six minutes to forty two minutes about anything about sex and relationships and fucking from my perspective, not something that a woman thinks or someone else thinks but from JR perspective sure you know there are times when I may get uh, what's the word I may feel like it's too much sometimes when I'm doing my other 
activities, you know, other um, projects or when I'm working. But um, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy uh, the little feedback. I enjoy, you know, someone giving me some tips. And I enjoy the fact that people actually listen to me. So I want to wish everybody, you know, a, a great evening. Take care of yourselves. Be safe out here in these streets. Take care of your families. Don't let nobody walk up on you and just be happy. Love yourself and love the one who loves you. And on that note, y'all take care of yourselves and I'll talk to you next week. Peace.